The Last Time I Smoked is an independent entertainment podcast intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Does it work? Hello? Testing. I think so. Hello? Testing? Testing? Test. Test. One, two. Speak at your, like, higher, like, what would you... That's go? probably how low I will talk. Like, when I'm stoned, I kind of talk low. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be like, anyway, like, this is... Whoa! That's the work phone. The work. It's the bat phone. That's the bat phone. <laughs> All right, let me just turn this down. Welcome to the last time I smoked. I'm your host, Landon Charles Hughes, and today's guest, Rike. Rike and I have been friends for about five years now. We met each other at the Palms Bar in West Hollywood, California. They have since torn that bar down. At an open mic together, we found our humor to be similar. <laughs> he's, he's always helped me ground myself out here. And there are few people who can do that for you sometimes because they don't know you as well. Uh, and that's not with Rike. I feel like Rike knows me really well. <laughs> All right, let me just turn this down to that. Okay. Welcome to the last time I smoked, Rike. Thank you. It's about time. <laughs> why? Why is it about time? <laughs> I, I want to like, hear your explanation. I agree. I'm sure. Yeah. We like made one a long time ago, and then it never <laughs> happened. And then it was like it's 15 or put what number episode? It's 15 was? years ago. 15 <laughs> years later, I'm not finally on your show. I'm old and I have gray hair. We did um, Soul Body. Oh, um, Soul Cake. <laughs> Cake by the ocean. <laughs> it was Soul Plane. Soul Plane. Yeah. I liked it. Thanks. Thanks. It's still out there. It's on SoundCloud. But do you feel obligated to do them when you start doing them? Uh, like, do you have like an internal like? Hey, you should be working on that. Um, like a nagging subconscious. Not, I mean, sort of. Like at first, I was like, "Yeah, I want to make." Some and then by the fifth one, I was like, it'll just be a five episode series of things that was on my mind at that time. I it's weird because I haven't listened to them in a long time, so I don't even remember what I, it's about or what I talked about. But it'd be nice to revisit those sometime, maybe. Um, 17 episodes total that I've gotten of the last time I smoked, so it took me a 18th? year, so this will be the 18th. Wow, you're coming up in your 20th. That's a is that a milestone? There's people who like do like a hundred of these in like a month. They just really have no time to do anything else. <laughs> You're busy. Yeah, I guess. The that's the thing. Up. So yeah, that's going back to my point was, do you, you don't feel like any like remorse for not completing more episodes or you think that project was a staple in time and like, then you I move think it was on a staple in time and like I, I didn't get a reaction to like make more from people. So it's like if nobody really wants to listen to it, like, I mean, that kind of sounds stupid. No, no, I, I, but I, mean, I still do make stuff for my own sake because I love making it. But that was something that was like there wasn't really a response much. And it was just something I didn't want to keep doing anyway. So I just kind of fell out of it. It's like painting. I love painting, but I haven't painted in probably like a year or two years, you know? Yeah. But every time you pick it up again, it's really good. Thanks. Yeah. I'm going to go home and paint <laughs> my bathroom. Your, some of your paintings were in Rock Bottom Artist stuff. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people's yeah, paintings. Yeah, and Americos. And 
But there's one specifically that I like that's finished now, which is the dinosaur costume balloon. Boy. <laughs> yeah, I still have that. It's like sitting on the Okay, I have a painting of Joe uh, from Joe Boyer, Aaron's friend, Joe, Joe, our friend Joe from Silver Lake Detective. Joe. Oh, Joe Boer. Joe Boer. Boer, yeah. Warner. Warner. Yeah. That painting is his. Oh, yeah. He did that Dude, for me. I fucking love his work. Yeah. Uh, and then his America's. Work is so good. Is right there with the blue one that I still had yes. since 616 that I have to figure out what to do with. Put it on a wall. So I, is painting like you could just jump back into it, though? Um, yeah, but I haven't really been motivated. I'm like so like focused now on my art of performing and acting and like making videos and doing stuff like that. That like I feel like to concentrate on other things. I don't know. Like I have this big panel. You saw that like big wooden panel. I just like found this big, like flat looking thing, like wall flat on the road and took it home and started painting on it. And it's like, there's just like a couple things on it. It's not like a completed painting and I haven't like gone back to it. I think that's like the last project I worked on was and like painting that eyeball on it. But like, it's like a big sketch pad. Right. Yeah. But I'm more focused in my in my other like my performance. And you l- and just like got a commercial on air. Thank like you. I just always get impressed with my friends that are doing these big things because I'm like, am I behind? Am I not? Should I be? Af- We're at just different points in our life. Like there's people who have, are, you know, go so far as far as achieving whatever they want to become. What would they were out to achieve? Yeah. Um, Did you do that? You that? Have you done that? Um, not, no. You haven't achieved what you wanted to I achieve? I mean, I have, yes, but I'm not like at the point where I'm like, okay. Do I, the goals I've change it. then? It's always been like a few different goals. It's just to travel and be work on in television or in films and live off that. And Where did you travel people. to recently? Uh, the last place I traveled to was Canada. What? What part? Toronto. Uh, I got a friend who does a podcast about drinking up there in Toronto. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. We had a T- Toronto. To, what, oh, was there a, uh, how do I say it? <laughs> That's how Canadians say it. Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. You live in Toronto. It's not Toronto. No, Toronto. That's how they know you're American. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Tourists. Yeah. I love it up there. Dude, honestly, like even even if Trump doesn't become president <laughs> or if he does, I mean, I've I have considered that Toronto as a place to live. It's really cool. I don't know if I can. They got a lot of movie stuff there, too. It's like yeah, a happening a spot. Yeah. yeah. Canadians love production mm-hmm. uh, in Toronto. Degrassi. Degrassi. I think that's out of Vancouver, but there's a lot, but there's a lot of stuff that shot up there. But I was talking to one of the makeup artists I had on the project lived in Vancouver and moved to Toronto because there's more work. And so she's like doing a bunch of production. So I'm sure there, there's always something going on up there. And it's so close to New York too, that like, I don't know. I would have to marry someone there and have dual citizenship. Like work. <laughs> I'm crossing the bridge to go to work. You can, you can, you don't have to have to marry anybody that have to live and work there. Uh, yeah. I get a visa, but just for so long, right? 
if you really liked and want to live there forever, you could stay there. Yeah. You would just have to get under the. You'd radar. have to do their version of the naturalization test. So like, who is? That? So when somebody wants to become an American citizen, they have to take the naturalization test. Stop, Roxanne. All I hear is. Oh, so they're like, who's your favorite band? I'm like, Sum 41. Like, You're in. <laughs> You're in. Get in here. We've been looking for you. It's really cool. Everyone's like super chill and like the city has is really pro bikes. It's like they have bike lanes set out for just bike. Like there's so many people that bike and it's like right. Are the, the drivers or is the are the roads made for the bikers more there than more there than anywhere else I've seen? Yeah. It's kind of like New York's it's very awesome subway. Like they have a, it's a separated from the street and its own bike lanes, like like a road through just the for city. Bikes. Yeah. Ooh. It's really cool. Um, maybe not in the inner inner city. It's mm-hmm. just like, but everyone's bike friendly. You know, like everyone, they have like so many lockup places, and there's also the rent a bikes that they're kind of doing in L.A. And you know, like where you just. I think you can do it through your tap card, can't you? The yeah, ones here. take one to the metro, take it, and then drop it off at another stop. Kind yeah. of bike, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Let's go to Venice. I haven't taken the train down to Venice yet, have you? Really? Not, Santa, Santa Monica. Monica. That, that's really nice. They have a bike lane there, too. They did it really nice. There's, like, hang, hanging lights, and, like, it's right outside of the arc light. It goes behind it. It's, like, connects to the promenade. Oh, so fancy. Yeah, it, it is really fancy. Um, I would like to write my... at? Oh, yeah, let's smoke another J. Don't you smell the... Oh, I smoked that already. You did, The whole thing, really? Just now? When did you... You didn't even have a lighter. When did that happen? <laughs> I did. All right, here. Here's the white lighter. You can get another oh, one. Oh, there's a lighter here. Yeah, I'll get another one. Um, let me get an ashtray. Do you think weed has infringed on your abilities to do what you are doing? Not at all. I think like in the moment, yeah, I wouldn't show up to set high, but like overall it's not affecting my performance as a, a person. Has it, does it do anything like that? Does it affect your performance as a person in, in, in any positive or negative ways that you can see? Um, like sometimes when I get stoned, I feel a little more inclined to write and like maybe think of things funnier cause I'm in my head thinking, you know, I think for me, weed isn't a distraction. Like being sober is a distraction because when I'm stoned, I'm like more in my head. I'm like thinking more analytically. I'm like, how? What do you mean? What is, how? It, what is the physical proper? What is the physical? Or what is the? Th- I don't know. Like sometimes I like to like once I get stoned, like I could be just like doing nothing all day sober, and then once I'm stoned, I'm like I start to clean my house and like start cleaning things. Like it almost makes me a little more productive in doing things and like do you like feel I said good? with writing. Yeah, I feel chill and peace. That is grounded. That's pretty much what it does for me. You know, weed comes from the ground. And, keeps you grounded so it's sort of silly for me to be all up in my head about it still what do you mean i mean it's different for different people like i hear people get paranoid i'm like really you see goblins when you're stoned <laughs> well people say that about alcohol too and i'm like a monster when i drink i i shouldn't know but when i smoke i'm just 
like you said, grounded. Yeah, I'm not a big drinker. I think it's hilarious how alcohol is legal and weed is not. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's like, this will kill you definitely. Illegal. No, legal. <laughs> and weed is illegal. And you cannot die from smoking weed. Why is that? Because it's like, it's like herbal. It's no, no, no. Why is it that uh, the, the proliferation of alcohol continues, but I guess marijuana is coming into the forefront now. I mean, times uh, are because changing. I think it's, a, it's a political. So what do you think the thing. landscape of all? Yeah, totally. Now, like I didn't see that when I was a kid. But then again, I'm kind of I feel bad sometimes because I'm like, but like not only me, but my whole family bought in on this idea. I think I thought, I mean, that's how we were living. That's how we were talking to each other. I mean, this is just one issue of, you know, many that we go through in a life. But marijuana specifically uh, always felt taboo. Yeah, because, I mean, there was so much propaganda, propaganda behind it, like with the. Uh, um, what was that movie? The fucking. Oh, um, um. Crazy weed. <laughs> no, it was, uh, weed makes me more analytical in thoughts. <laughs> uh, um, reefer madness. Reefer madness. Uh, yes, and so like people were, people just bought into it, and just like the scheduling of weed is like in the same class as like heroin, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. It's a schedule one. But like, take the Xanax, you six-year-old child, right. for your anxiety or whatever right um no, I mean, they're feeding people heroin and cocaine who what is these people the pharmaceutical companies it's like stuff in the drugs oh, the like opiates. For, yeah yeah uh oxycontin hillbilly heroin yeah yes totally well i don't know and it does so much more damage than just like yeah i mean I haven't taken like a, not a Tylenol, not a fucking Advil, no, like nothing for years, maybe like four or five years, maybe even longer than that. Because it's difficult to say which one of these highly studied drugs is ironclad because that's an improbability. But you don't need it's a, not you don't ever need going a, to be. You don't even need a study like there are labels that say like even like disclaimers that the side effects are like more harmful than any good. And people are like, it's fine. It'll fix my headache. It's like, this will cause liver problems. I'm sure like, don't, aren't they required to say that, that this causes well, that's liver when you damage? Begin, well, that's it's like, I could, you weigh the, you weigh <laughs> the benefits with the, um, I think I would rather symptoms. deal with a headache than like some people can't and some people need that, that, you know, that people's uh, pain tolerance is different for each of us. And I feel like they would know best. I think people on a whole want to do well for themselves and be good and be well. Yeah. And when you tell them you cannot do this thing, even though they may believe that it helps them and you believe, you know, it comes down to a provider and and that person's, you know what I mean, uh, hypothesis of where they want to see themselves. Do you want to see yourself not have migraines? Well, these are the only options we have right now. Well, that's the going back to buying into the 
to all the like propaganda and everything, it's like marijuana can cure and help all of these symptoms. Like, have you had a headache and smoked weed and like totally forgot you had a headache? Because <laughs> that's yes. me many times. I mean, maybe I not know, like for like. I never had any chronic headaches like that or anything, but I know a lot yeah, of people I, do. I don't suffer migraines or anything, you know, but like still just like, I don't know, a tummy ache or something like, yeah, I think weed has helped me through. Mine's so much more like, um, it's such a head case, like a PTSD head case. So it's, so what does it do for you? Um, in a PTSD case, you're right. You're, I know. I, I see. I, they don't ever know if I'm supposed to talk about myself or supposed to like in a podcast. Yeah. Like, tell me. I'm. Yeah. Is it? It is a back and forth, right? This yeah. is how you. Uh, Jake Cannon, one of my past episodes, he said, "This is a great way to meet people." This yeah. is, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Totally. Um, it's very romantic. It's so romantic. Oh, Roxanne, this dog. I um. I've been smoking all my life. And then like when I was in the military, no, cause I follow rules. <laughs> and then when I got out, I just started smoking again, just cause. And I think it, it sort of like helped me not think, uh, it helps me not think about, uh, just stuff that may repeat in my head, you know, repetitive shit ideas or stuff. Whereas when I smoke, I'm clear. Because you think they're shit ideas or because. Because they are. Everyone else thinks it's a shit idea. Oh, I'm sure if somebody heard them, you know, they'd be like, that's a shitty idea, Landon. I got that from Maria Bamford. <laughs> repetitive shit ideas. Um, uh, and so when I don't uh, think of those things, I'm. I'm writing. I'm putting my like creative brain to the test. It's like, well, Landon, you thought you could Moulin Rouge this shit. All right, let's see what you get. You know, and write those creative ideas. And then, ugh. And then, like, I used to think bombing was hard in stand-up. Bom bombing in a writer's room sucks so much harder because, like, everyone's sketch is fucking killing. And then they get to yours and you're... It's like a macabre story. It's not as funny as everybody else's. And you sit there and you sulk or I sulk. But and I'm that's like, the thing. Woo. Stick with it because you're different than every other like norm. Ugh. This is like, oh, these are all funny, but it's not like heady. But just keep doing. Just do you. <laughs> don't <laughs> conform. Honestly, <laughs> don't change your pattern for anyone because that's what makes it so unique. Like the people who are the top. The stars are the stars and the top because they are so unique and can do that one thing. It's not just like, oh, it's, you know, everyone, you know, you don't want to be too bland and fit in with everybody else is what I'm saying. Where do you find your inspiration at? Where do you to think like that? To just con constantly throw yourself at these projects. I mean, you go from like, I get done with like a great show. I'll have like a, there's always this fall at the end of the next day. It's like, Oh, what a, what a super high. I'll never be able to hit that mark again. And like you continue to do that. It's like you did these videos with me and they went so much. Then you got these auditions and then you got this music video and it went, <laughs> you know, and then you, you know, and then you get this commercial that just came out. Like, what, what keeps you driving forward? What's your inspiration? What are the little things? Is it music? Is it film? Is it reading? Is it like, what At is At this point, I feel like in my life, it's my job to just be an artist. And so that's what 
that's why I indulge myself and keep going because like there's nothing out like I'm not a mathematician I'm not a botanist I can't do anything else so this is my profession I'm just an artist so I have to like keep making money off of it to live you know what I mean why is it why is it hard for people to accept that idea of themselves of whatever they're doing like I do that to myself I'm like am I really a comedian come on you can be whatever you want to be. Right. But to believe it in oneself, that's a trickier concept to buy into, you know, and really. Yeah. It's just been on my mind lately, I guess. Yeah. I just, I mean, you also have to consider that it's very spaced down amount of times and a lot of people saying no until you get your next project for me, for the ones that I make money off. I mean, I can make my own projects every day if I wanted to, and that still makes me equally as happy. And that's also how you can consider yourself a comedian. You have to just keep doing it. Going open open mics mics. Uh, (laughs) That's what you are. You're a comedian. It doesn't matter if you're not making money off it or anything, but like, um, so like I said, I can make my own projects and still feel happy or wait. It could be six months in between a, a like a, a paying gig. You know what I mean? You have to put yourself out there and be very kind of have a, what do they call it? Strong brand. No. I mean, yeah. A brand <laughs> helps. <laughs> Having a brand definitely helps. As you can tell, I've been reading a lot of books. So. <laughs> hmm, this I'm sounds like brand to talk. That out. Like, I don't really like. It doesn't feel like a, like you're branding yourself. You're just doing you. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I guess my brand is like comedy. Like, I don't know. Like, what would you say my brand? Like, if coming from an outside point of view, what is my brand? A visual artist. But as a as an actor, though, yeah, like, an acting visual artist, like everything you're in, you specify a very strong look. You're a very poignant character. People see that look, and it's it's people are drawn to it. It's it's it looks. Uh, I hate to use this word. It's um, authentic. It's real, you know, and people like that, and so they get. That's what gets them excited, and that's where I've always seen your sort of uh, brand revolve around is being, like you said, this original look, you know, and that's your brand. You can. That's all you have to do right now is so just keep doing you. So it's based on my look and my or or my look and my attitude. Is oh, totally I mean. attitude. Yeah. So just being quirky looking and being real. Yeah. yeah. I don't know quirky looking. <laughs> You're not quirky. No. I'm quirky. <laughs> <laughs> you are not quirky. She's quirky. <laughs> She's quirky. Um, well, that's you good You have to know. defined features. It's funny because, like, you never know what, you, like, you think you might look or act a certain way, but to the outside world, you could be, you know, something completely different. Like... I just Rihanna. saw the video of that one woman who was like there. She found this YouTube video of her and she has a dysplasia of sorts, you know, like Bell's palsy. But it's, you know, it's extreme case, but I don't know the exact name of it. But she is in like she uh, she was put on a YouTube video that uh, people posted. She was the ugliest woman in the world posted. She found it and she was destroyed by it. And then she asked, posed the question, um, 
if I'm the ugliest woman in the world, where does your uh, barometer start of, you know, scaling people and judging people like that for, you know, their looks? And I was like, yeah, I guess it really doesn't matter. But to our business, there is a definitive idea of yourself that you have to know to like put yourself in, in the like, how does it make you feel? Like having to know that much about yourself and like, oh, I know I can do this. I can do this. I can't do that. I wouldn't want to do that. Like what? <laughs> I because I'm, I'm just I'm getting into it now and I'm just seeing it. I just wanted to know your opinion on it and your reaction to it. So, so what's the question? Like, I guess my question is, um, uh, how do you how do you perceive casting? How do you how do you cast yourself when you see something like obviously oh, putting yourself in a type like yeah what like if there was a breakdown for you what would you put yourself as um that's the thing like I I I've noticed I play like a lot of like office type roles like guy in office <laughs> or like professional person mm -hmm. um but I totally see myself as like. Um, maybe like guy next door, funny best friend, uh, uh, young hip stoner type, but like, I don't know. I think you're selling yourself. Up short. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking for the ballot? Oh, Pothead was right. It was 64. Oh, thank God. Uh, prob uh, uh, yeah, uh, measure 64. State measure 64. Uh, marijuana legalization vote. Yes. Vote yes on 64. Vote yes. And then the other one that's been very controversial is number 60, which is adult films condoms. Health oh, requirements initiative statute. How crazy is that? It's like... Whose job is that? It's like, I got to look at your peepee. -pee. OSHA. Yeah. OSHA. Oh, what an OSHA job. You got to look at people's peepees to make sure. There's or a what lot about of people probably quitting their job at OSHA right now. They're like, we have to inspect dicks. <laughs> I have a friend who works in porn, not as a porn. He does, he's not an actor in porn. Move. He's uh, does. He's actually doing, I don't know if I can share this, but he's doing a virtual reality. That's He has a team that's like, creating virtual reality porn right now like 3d animated yeah with like goggles you wear <laughs> go in it but um he told me that the with the condom thing like osha has to be on set and make sure that they're you're following regulations like someone has to be there uh, well they're just gonna go ahead and kill the independent porn industry well yeah they just go to like vegas or drive what up. happens if i am and my lover not Dimitri, because then he'd be mad. <laughs> what if it's what if, porn? Yeah, and like, and then posted I think it. It's different. It's I think if, if it's like a studio or a production or like you know like, it's a new media contract. Yeah, vi only vivid <laughs> pictures. But like, if oh. I think if you're just like posting a sex tape on XTube, then like, I think it's disgusting. They're not gonna be like. I think well, there. I like think the that's abortion thing. You know what I mean? Because like, who deciding? Okay, so this goes so much bigger though, because the MPAA rates movies on 
what if I just, you know, the brown bunny is a good example. Chloe said on you giving head. I've seen a lot of porn with people wearing condoms and it doesn't really affect me uh, in in any way. You know what I mean? It's not that what the porn is. It, it, It is. It's more or less like. Forcing people to wear yeah. protection. Yeah, you're for you're 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 forcing very private moments. You thought telling people couldn't have sex with other men was a bad thing. Just wait till we, t- you know what I mean? Till we right. like change the way art is made in film. That's it's a it's a big slippery slope because you have to decide when to be calling this government agency to schedule out a shoot. I don't know how that works, but I'm just like, it seems so much seedier to have them go into that world. You know what I mean? Thinking they, that this, uh, I don't know. It's, and then I'm on the other side going, should they be more regulated? Is that an industry that does need to be looked at? Not, you know, well, they the way they went through it before was just testing. They test their actors every two weeks or something. Like Is that. there a union for them? Um, I don't know. I can't answer that. <laughs> My mom was like, "Don't do porn." <laughs> I considered it. <laughs> you get one life. <laughs> I'm just good at sex. I'm good at it. <laughs> I'm good at it. I'm good at it. I'm good at sex. I'm going to Los Angeles to be a porn star. <laughs> journey to the porn kingdom. Ugh. I don't know. There's it's a billion dollar industry. Somebody's making money over there. Like yeah. it's not for me, but hey. They're like, how else can we make money? <laughs> We're already forcing people. What else can we force them to do? Think, 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 think. Condoms. Yes. But we can't get the regular society to wear condoms. Men would never have it. Let's go after the porn studios. So you think pornography is the um, megaphone to how people have sex with each other then? Like it teaches people like. Yeah, because I think if no one ever saw porn, they wouldn't be like, oh. Oh, fuck. So like why would but you know, people are like, you know what I mean? Like when people first started having sex before porn, I don't think they were like screaming fuck and punt me in the vagina and things like that, like dirty talking, you know. So that could be a measure in that. Well, no, because it would be against free speech, but in a sense, be like in every movie before each scene, you have to say, Are you sure you want to have unprotected sex this evening gentleman or lady that far and saying that you asking the actors to ask no you're having a whole human being from the government come to your port set and make sure somebody's you know dingle or snatch is covered like with latex like okay Oh, oh weird i don't know that's weird to me it's like TSA. What if they were made? What if they had brought their own condoms and they like put them on the actors themselves? Spread them. Okay. Now I'm going to reach under your balls. I'm going to pull them back. Okay. You can put your arms down. Ooh. I always choose this, the pad down. Ugh. I think they always like. TSA of porn. That's what OSHA would become. Yeah. Oh, what a job. If you thought porn was a bad job. Yeah, it's like people who didn't quite finish college, you know, they're just hiring people who, like, 
need the government pay. Uh, taint inspector is available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send in your resumes online. <laughs> Taintinspector.gov. <laughs> I saw this job on Get Hired. It's to put condoms on people and regulate. Ah. Uh. Okay, so, but I did read a article earlier uh, today that it has lost favor originally. It was at 54%, and yeah, now dude, it's pulling all low. all those fucking perverted dudes in office and, like, fucking, they're all fucking poor perverts hiring hookers. They're like, oh, it would change the way, you know, like, <laughs> everyone watches porn. They're like, are you sure about this, guys? Like, come on. We're mad. Let's <laughs> let's really discuss. Get this. real. Oh, that's wild. It's sickening. It's disgusting. All right. So I see where I am in life. Where my two main concerns on a voting ballot are condoms and weed. Awesome. What else? Um. There was one more that I. Oh, yeah, Hillary or Trump? If you They're were to both sell me on who I human should... beings, and I can't believe anybody would want these people to I can't to believe like... they're not presidents. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much like, yikes. It's very terrible. <laughs> It's very terrifying. Like, I'm not terrified. I don't think anything in my world's going to change. I'm still going to, like, be giving my half of my paycheck to who, what, the roads. And, but I don't know. They're just, like, both kind of just evil people. I mean, but everyone in that position is evil. NSA, are you listening? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Get him. We'll be there in a moment. Um, on the last time I smoked. You know who I'd want to be president? Who? He's passed. But someone like Bob Ross. He's very, like, <sighs> kind, patient, giving. I don't think I like what those terrorists do over there. If In you the could I pick like. anyone to be president, who would it be? Anyone to be president? Yeah. Do we treat? That's cute. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> another person <laughs> you know what I honestly think um, yeah. would he be interested in running no like going down that route never it's like I don't care he just wants to drink whiskey and take naps and I, <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much <laughs> oh. but who could you see as who would you want to be president? Like Oprah, she would be a great president. What? In what world would Oprah <laughs> be a good president? You don't think Oprah would be a good president? No way. I have, I, we, uh, what a character. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? Who, who, who could you see be president? Oh, um, let me think. Um, I wish, I really wish that, um, Joe Biden ran. I wish Vice President Joe Biden ran for president. I feel like he would have been the best president. 
next. I feel like he has also assaulted a couple of women. Who hasn't these old men assaulted? They're like, come on, I got money. (laughs) I drive a Rolls Royce. (laughs) They were just, ugh. Like, they didn't, it was a social, like, they're figuring it out, and it's... I'd want John F. Kennedy to be president. You can't. I know, but that, if someone could be president again. Oh, again? Oh, from anybody? No, well, uh, no. I mean, yes, there's no rules. I'm like, only I can answer that way, not you. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Lauren Michaels. That would be great. He has a good sense of the world. I don't know how he does it or where he hangs out, but yeah, I've always liked what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Is he, did he produce the, the, um, Kimmy Schmidt at all? Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. I want to write something like that. So like joke every second. It's like, like every, it's either two or three lines. It's a joke. <laughs> and they tell backstory of themselves that you never really see yeah. until like later on the callback hits. And it's but you the know what? Visual. They have like a team of writers. So it's like probably easier to put 12 minds together versus. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. One, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And they have to go through this, the rigorous like sponging and, you know, like. A lot of rewrites and, you know, deadlines. <laughs> we need this three days ago. <laughs> and there's also changing on the day. Oh, you get on set and everybody's yeah. like, mm, we're going to redo this line. We're not feeling it like we were. In it's like, that was my first choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody take five. Go to crafty. <laughs> No, you never put them on five. That's not a real thing in movies. You let any of them like get out of the moment, no shot gets shot. Like, that's why we feed them candy. <laughs> like, so they're just like gunning. Like, they're, yeah. Ugh. Stay away from the snack table if you're an actor. <laughs> that's probably where you can find me is like craft table. Craft <laughs> or breakfast, the food truck when you're like, can I get uh, two breakfast burritos? Do you like, do you like working production though? I do. Yeah. I, I mean, I started out working on behind the scenes and, you know, behind the camera doing like PA stuff and getting people coffee and kissing ass. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I like that world. I like imaginary world. And, you know, it's like always playing with things as a kid. Because you're bringing in a lot of different worlds randomly to create a a vision that, you know, is set forth by the director and the. Yeah, everyone's imaginative. Yeah. Everyone has a sense of imagination instead of like realism. (laughs) This world is dark. But yeah, it's fun. One of the longest days I ever worked was on a music video shoot. And it went on for 19 hours. I was so mad. (laughs) That's a long time. (laughs) Because I was supposed to be done and I got a shitty rate and I was doing this as a favor. And when we did our timeout sheets, I raised my rate up. 
And when I the way I got paid that week, they they gave me my money. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot got done, and and what the thing that only pissed me off the most, the, the why I had such a bad experience was the manager of the band that we were making the music video for, um, grabbed a bottle of whiskey out of my hand, and yelled at me for taking forever to get it, which took me thirty minutes, like. Like for him to drink? We were North mm-hmm. Hollywood. Like, huh? For him to drink? For him and the band to drink. He was, <laughs> he was like furious you didn't yeah. bring him something to get drunk. He was like, I need to get wasted. Yeah. He's like, took you long enough. And I was like, <laughs> where are the glasses? And I was like, nobody said anything about glasses. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking assholes. And I don't want to say because I have friends. That, anyways, yeah. But I mean... Th- the hints you're dropping is probably. I was so mad. I was so mad, but I did it fairly. You have to cut this. Yeah, I raised my rate to the time that it was allotted. That if you go after, you know, four, it becomes time and a half plus time. Yeah, yeah, time so. more time adds up. Yeah, fuck it. I'm like, don't give me a lunch. Just give me the money instead. If it can get the shot to get us out of here faster, I'm always like looking like the end of the day. I'm always because. There's so much equipment. There's so much equipment that needs to get packed up. There's so much. Oh yeah, I forgot that. Like, oh, there's. You guys have to do all that stuff. <laughs> Wait till everyone leaves. Ugh. That's what's great about also being an actor is that you're like the first to leave. Bye. And like, great let me days. let me get your coat. <laughs> it's like I didn't have to lift a box or position a light, and I get to leave early. It's like. <laughs> It's good life. But I'm always that person who like wants to help. I'm like, yeah. and they're like, don't touch it. <laughs> it's not your job. Dude, we don't need you getting hurt. Every time. Yeah. Every time <laughs> I'm an actor, I forget. And I'm always like, oh, let me help you with that. He's like, no, what? And I get these <laughs> shit ass looks and I'm like, damn it, Landon. Get back in your job. Crew <laughs> people. I love them. What? You're not a DIT. Stay away from my computer. <laughs> Get away from the lunch boxes. <laughs> like I gotta charge my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't charge your phone <laughs> in a Mole Richardson light box, lunch box, light, uh, yeah, electricity box. <laughs> I went to college for this. I can do this. It's fine. <laughs> do you have anything coming up right now? Nope. I made some Instagram videos with you today. So that. <gasps> Instagram. We got three days worth of content. Nice. In a, yeah, totally. Oh, thank you. Just be my agent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a lot of work. <laughs> It's a lot of clicking on a computer. No, I guess like I could do it if it's just one person. (laughs) But I get 10% and... Be at this audition right now. Wear this. Look like that. Yes. Yeah, totally. I think that would be more of a manager. I'll be a manager. That's actually what I'm looking for. (laughs) No, but I don't have like the inside scoop. Like I could get you like an extra in a student film, but probably not, uh, you know... I don't know how to access that stuff. 
I would have to like be No, you'd be my manager for my stand up. I think that would be a little challenging. What would I what would a manager have to do? Can't you manage your own <laughs> career? <laughs> what does a, a comedy manager do? Like books the shows and like finds the like it, uh, they navigate the career. They they sort of set a heading and and look at tapes and reels and give you know feed like a life coach. But <laughs> so you want me to be your life coach? Is what you're saying? I'll just send you a text message every morning that says like, work on a podcast. Do a script. Podcast, yeah. I've been I've been actually circulating a lot of my work in a like a spiral. Uh it hasn't gone out of control, but it is like, all right, today I'm fine just working on script. Okay, today I'm fine working on podcast. Okay, today I'm fine working on stand-up. Okay, I'm going to open mic tonight. And I got UCB sketch. Like I'm getting good at accepting like every day scheduling out my day to day, but it's hard to see my progression. That's because it's just like when fat people lose weight, they don't like notice the progress. That's why they have to like take pictures every two weeks. They're like, I lost two pounds. <laughs> I lost two more pounds. <laughs> and then they flood your Instagram with all the photos. You're like, okay, we get it. You're losing weight. Love, love. I'm not fat shaming. Somebody was like, did you, because I, I told them I started working out and they're like, did you start off big and you're getting smaller or <laughs> <laughs> are you small and getting bigger? I'm like, why? Did you notice the stretch marks on my knees? It's just from being tall. Oh God. Um, meeting. But yes, I was 600 pounds. <laughs> Did you hear that woman that wants to be the fattest woman in the world? She's like, her boyfriend feeds her through a tube. He just like blends all her food. Why not? If she can... She's like, I want to be immobile. I like the idea of being <laughs> immobile because it that's how queens were treated back in the day. The fatter you were, the more attention you got. So she just wants to be this. Horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> she needs a show. Get her on TLC. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> She's probably like drinking like gallons of Soylent. <laughs> it gives you all your nutrients. I need the sugars. Oh. Last time I smoked brought to you by Soylent. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Have you those tried it? Soylent books. <laughs> no, is it good? I don't know. I haven't tried it. It is people. But I thought about it. I'm like, I do get tired of eating food. Like, but if I just was full all the time, that would be great. To me, it seems like a new Nutrisystem. Right, but isn't Nutrisystem for like losing weight? Maybe this is just like food replacement in its entirety. Like space food, like just drinking Soylent to live. Um, what would your poop look like? <laughs> Probably not good. It'd just be runny. I mean, I guess you can replace like your breakfast and dinner and just eat lunch. Are you? Uh, like, do you not eat meat? I'm starting to slowly get off that train. I still like. I like chicken, but I'm like. 
Um, I do love in and out too, but like <laughs> I, I don't, when I go grocery shopping, I don't buy me. And I usually, when I go grocery shopping, I eat everything that's in that I bought versus like going out to eat, you know sure. what I mean? I mean, except today cause we went to eat sushi, but thank you though. That was great. But when I go to, I usually get like beans, avocados, peanut butter. I love like oatmeal and a cereal with almond milk and that kind of stuff. I don't really like cooking meat and cause it's challenging. <laughs> it's like, is it ready? Um, but if I like go out and have a burrito, it's most likely be like a chicken burrito or yeah. Beef is too heavy for me now, but I like cheese pizza or veggie pizza and like stuff like that. You know, I like pepperoni pizza though. I don't know, but I have considered <gasps> have you been to Gracie's? Mm, uh, Gracie's pizza. No. Oh, it's so good. It's Jay's place on Melrose. Yeah. <sighs> I love that he opened a pizza joint on that corner. It's so cool because they just finished the la- the front of the LACC facade too. What? Oh, what have the, you seen it? Yeah, the handicap uh, ramps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks good over there. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes the best pepperoni pizza and wings. Oh, and he has like microbrew beers come in and they're like real sweet, like ciders. Sorry, I'm blowing them up, but. It's good. That sounds good. I'm like pizza. Now I'm just thinking about pizza. <laughs> Ooh, that's sushi. Um, are you high? Absolutely. So do you think uh, marijuana should be legalized? Yes. Do you think all drugs should be legalized? Yes. <gasps> Crazy. There, people already do them, whether they're illegal or not. Yeah. Did you know? There's no one's like, oh, we can't do this. It's illegal. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I do. It's me every day. <laughs> I'm, but drug specifically, like no one's going to turn down a, a, like a fucking ecstasy. Right. I'm, get, I'm getting to that age where I called it an ecstasy. <laughs> the kid's doing an ecstasy. In front of the Walmart. <laughs> But yeah, all drugs should be legalized. There are countries that have legalized drugs. And um, if you want it, I just say like whatever. I mean, Cal- didn't California become a a kill state? Or <laughs> you like can kill yourself? I think it's like assisted suicide in a... Oh, well, you don't like that, do you? No, I'm for that. Oh, you do like yeah, that? Yeah, dude. When I was younger, I was like, when I'm 60, just off me. If someone has to change my diaper, like... No, thanks. You know what? This is a sad thought uh, conversation, but I didn't think I was going to make it to 30. They say if you make it past 26 or something that you'll live forever. (laughs) (laughs) For a long time. (laughs) Don't curse me. (laughs) Why didn't you think you would live so long? Uh, cause I was gay. I was Brown. I was in the military. Like a lot of things just seem like just living like hell (laughs) for a long time. Um, I'm partying so much and thinking like, nah, why, you know, white lighter in the pocket. Like Aaron Todd said, like I thought I've come close to death several times and I'm like, 
but I feel like I'm protected by a guardian angel or something. Hmm. Are you guys Catholics? I'm. I believe in like science. So I mean, you're <laughs> <laughs> if there was a science. Yeah, I don't know. I just believe in what I see right now with um, my eyes. Um, my parents. Your family. Our Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, okay. I think I, when I was younger, we were Catholic because I remember getting gummy bears from a priest. <laughs> that was a different it's, religion. <laughs> it's tricky. <laughs> <laughs> but then we had Bible studies all the time and we were Jehovah's Witnesses. But Look, we're, we were all Catholics. Like. I didn't understand it. Like it went in through one ear and out the other. I was like bored right. at church and like even at Bible studies. I'm like, can I go watch Power Rangers? Like, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> right. It didn't afflict me. It wasn't. Uh, yeah. It didn't ever bother. Like nothing bad ever happened to me at the church. It was just boring. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I it's like ugh, Saturday <laughs> or Sunday. <laughs> I don't even know what day people go to church. <laughs> Ours was Sunday Mass. And I even went to Catholic church, or Catholic church, yes, but Catholic school, private school for like six months. Mm-hmm. And my mom took me out because they whooped me. <laughs> She's like, nope, it, I'm the only one that gets to hit my kid. You don't get to hit him. So they took me out of that. Oh, then I was afflicted by it. But I actually went back to it when I was like, 13 when I was like being an athlete bowler uh I was in this champion I I started going to church a lot I don't know why church was such a big deal but I I made my mom go with me but it was fun because she loved it because we got to dress up and like hey go look cute but we stopped going because one time we went they made us do the collection plates and bring them to the priest at the front of the thing at the end of the of the whole thing <laughs> and me and my mom didn't know what to do We're like <gasps> bowing <laughs> putting like like the money there and like backing up like <laughs> bent over <laughs> she's in heels tripping over and I'm like so embarrassed I'm about to piss my pants <laughs> we turn around and walk back to our seats and sit down and we're just looking at each other it's like <laughs> Exile. <laughs> I want those people out of here. But my parents were always like, whatever you want to do it, whatever, who cares? Yeah, that's, that's like my, the way it should be. Yeah, my parents are rad about everything. <laughs> Not mine. It's like, as long as I don't have to talk about myself, <laughs> you do whatever you want, guys. We can end it there. <laughs> yeah. um, do you have any projects you like to plug? Um, add me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, all, all of them. It's at earth to T O Rike R I Q U E. Like a message. Like earth to Rike. Wake up. That's what I really like. What was that used for? Earth to Rike. That was my first podcast. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'd like to thank my guest today, Rike, and I'd like to thank the listeners for tuning in again. Music by The Losers, Gotta Keep Moving, and Beats, found at freesound.org. This has been a production of LandonCharlesHughes.com.